Welcome to the Camp Randall Platoon Podcast. I'm James White along with Sojourn Shelton, Warren Heron, bringing you Badger football news, updates, and everything every single week. Before we get into Badger football, I just want to check in with the guys, see if they checked out any college football this past week. We saw USC versus Utah. That was a a pretty crazy game. So along the lines of that game, there's been a lot of talk about Caleb Williams, his performance versus ranked teams versus unranked teams. It almost looks like a completely different players so I want to get y'all opinions whether that kind of changes your opinions on him I mean obviously he probably he's still gonna be the number one overall yeah. pick his talent yeah, is, for sure. is he, he second that. to he none but do you guys think <laughs> that may raise some question marks between you know some organizations and whatnot as far as drafting I, mean, I don't think so but y'all can tell me what y'all think <laughs> yeah I mean you know like the NFL when you when you bring up that part of it you know guys they're they're just trying to find a way to you know what I'm saying kind of like break you down and tear you down a little bit but man that that kid is a generational talent like just he's able to make all the throws he seems poised like you know he never really looks like he's rattled even in the games and the big games that mm-hmm. I have seen him lose um it's it's just one of those things like you know for him honestly if I was him I would probably and people are going to maybe not agree with me but bro i would shut it down i mean it's one of those things where you know like you're probably not gonna win the heisman back to back this year right um you got bigger things to worry about bro you you, you know what i'm saying <laughs> staying healthy and making sure you secure that first round draft get that first pick of the draft yeah. uh which is you know is is uh is, is it come with a lot of pressure but you know that's something big that you know only a selective you know amount of players can can dream of and actually achieve so you know i think he's well on to being that and um i mean he, like i said he's a generational talent yeah. It's, it's yeah, when you say that, when you say shut it down you mean just like stop playing yeah yeah speak, well yeah i, I mean <laughs> and you you look at you know i think when you get to a certain level of you know being a star of a player like you look at some of the guys that have previously you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. honestly gotten hurt in situations where they where they shouldn't have been playing like if you're right. caleb williams do you play in a bowl game like oh you know, definitely you know, not. honestly yeah. no right so <laughs> i mean you probably play these 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 next you know three four games that you have left but i mean like you said heisman is is, is honestly pre- probably out of the window and then you know on like playing into the college football players and national championship that's probably out the window as well so you know i think of anytime i think of a higher uh you know future draft pick i think of the linebacker from um he ended up getting drafted to the Cowboys, but he was playing for Notre Dame, and he had that bad injury yeah. in the bowl game. It's just like yeah. you just don't want to, yeah, yeah, you just don't want to put yourself in that, you know, that prediction. For sure. Yeah, I mean, Emmanuel Acho, I think, was like the first person who I saw to kind of bring that up after the loss yeah. last week, and he said, yeah. you know, I know probably he'll probably get some flack, and I'll probably get some flack for saying this, but he's like Caleb Williams should should shut it down, which is it's yeah. a very reasonable option. I mean, what are these next three or four games really gonna do for him? That's not changing the trajectory of you know his draft status or making him that much of a better player maybe people are question you know his competitiveness and you know selfishness and all that stuff so I guess my question to you Warren do you think there would be an issue I mean I think obviously fans will be pissed off Twitter yeah. will be you know, kind of outraged <laughs> and all that do you <laughs> do you think there's a problem if he shuts it down the next you know next month or so I mean, truth be told, I mean, I think about it as like, you know, as as Sojourn was talking about, you know, teams trying to do something to knock you down. You may they may poke at your leadership, you know, skill or your leadership ability or, you know, are you really there for the team? Yada yada yada. But, you know, love the fans, but you know, when it comes to stuff like that, man, they don't determine your future at all. So like, 
you know, you got to do what's best for you. And, you know, if I was him, I would shut it down. I mean, I would play the rest of the regular season when it gets to the, you know, when it gets to, you know, college football playoff, things like that. I mean, I would hate to say no juice because I do like watching him play from a player standpoint. Um, but for him and to solidify his future, you never want to see a guy go down and, and injure himself and keep him back from something that he could have, you know, really achieved. So, I mean, if I was him, I would shut it down. Like I said, it'd be it'd be it'd be terrible, you know, to see teams and things like that break him down for that. But I mean, he's got to secure his future. Yeah, it's for me, bigger things. Yeah, for me, I I don't see a problem with it whatsoever. But he's just got to be ready to face, you know, the backlash, the question marks. You're gonna have to answer those questions a little bit, a little bit more. <laughs> A little bit longer, all that good stuff. Like, mm -hmm. people going to be questioning your leadership, questioning your competitiveness. Obviously, they're going to be asking you all throughout the draft process why he did this, why he did that. I mean, there's already, you know, rumors of him talking about, you know, he wants ownership in a team, like, and all that yeah, stuff. Which, crazy, which, hey. I, which I feel like, which I feel like they kind of broke that news to kind of, you know, how he's kind of saying he won't play for certain teams. I feel like yeah. that's a reason why they kind of, like, put that out there. Like, maybe he wants mm -hmm. to... <laughs> Rub some people the wrong way so he can kind of make – I mean, I, I think he wants to be the number one overall pick, but maybe he wants to fall back a little bit, be in a better situation because obviously you get drafted, yeah. you know, by Chicago Bears versus, you know, whoever. You know, the Atlanta Falcons or something, it's probably a better situation being in Atlanta versus, yeah. you know, Chicago. So maybe that's where it kind of all goes from. But, you know, last week, you know, flipping to the Badgers, last weekend we had a big win against Illinois. was, you know, kind of kind of scary a little bit so I – Kind of want to get you guys' initial thoughts on the win versus Illinois and another Big Ten West opponent. Yeah, it's 100% a huge dub, right? Like, yeah. we needed it. Especially getting to these, the tail end of the season where, you know, you're just trying to qualify to play in a bowl game. Um, yeah. You don't want to start taking too many L's because then it start, you know, it get, yeah. it get real shaky <laughs> being in those positions where it's like, you know, we at game 11, 12, and we got to win both of them to, you know, be in a bowl game. But um, the first half was, was, was shaky for sure, but I, yeah. I'm just – happy for those guys and just to be able to see the resilience and you know them to play together in the, the type of second half and fourth quarter that they put together right like I, I want to say we outscored them in the fourth quarter with 18 to, yeah, I want to say 18 to zero which yeah. unanswered 18 unanswered 18 yeah. unanswered which is insane right especially yeah. just how our offense looked you know in, in the beginning of the game and you know spotty in certain areas in on the defense side of the ball but you know, it, I think it's just a huge win, especially against, you know, Coach B and that staff, a lot of, you know, former Wisconsin guys. You know, I, I'm just happy that as a program we was able to, you know, pull that dub out. What about you, sure. Juan, with your initial thoughts on the dub? No, I agree with that. I mean, I don't want to dwell on it too much. Obviously, we know we've talked about it all year, you know, with with us starting slow. And, I mean, if that's what it's going to be for us, then we got to make sure we find a way to finish that thing on the back end. And that's, and that's what we were able to do this, you know, on Saturday. I mean, it's – they beat us last year, so be able to come back and, and get that win, regardless of how tight it was or whatever, to see the guys pull together in the fourth quarter and, and, and put up 18 unanswered points. The defense put out a goose egg when, you know, they were up, what, 21-7 at one point? You know, to be able to fight and, uh, and, and secure that victory was huge for us, especially going into a, a, another big week. You know, so I know the guys are capable, and I was really impressed with with, with Braden Locke, bro, the freshman quarterback. Yeah, man. He played a really good game. Two touchdowns, mm -hmm. 250-plus yards. What is it, 250, right? Yeah, Something like that, 240. I mean, he had one mistake. He fumbled the ball, you know, obviously getting swiped from behind. But, I mean, other than that, he played really poised. I mean, I really, really enjoyed watching him play. So I'm looking forward to watching him, you know, as we move forward. Yeah, man, I, I was excited for the guys, man. Like you guys kind of talked about the first half. It's looking more of the same, you know, 
We've struggled, especially offensively in the first half. We've really struggled to get things going. We've had a few good drives, start off games last week, had a good drive, went for it on fourth down, didn't get it. But I'm just glad the loss last week, I mean, it looked like it was going to be, didn't carry over into this week because we see it all the time. You play a rivalry game or play a good opponent, you lose in you know, tough fashion, you come out the next week, you start slow, and you lose again. And you got two losses probably based off you know one team. So, I'm glad they were able to rally the troops. You could see kind of the emotion from Fickle, from the entire team after that win. I said, being down 14 points twice, like, I know for me when I played at Wisconsin, I don't know about you, for you guys, if we went down 14 points or ain't there 10 points, sometimes that seemed insurmountable just based off right. the way we played offense when we were mm -hmm. there. We had to play right. and kind of back and forth, you know, seven-point, ten-point game possibly, or we had to be up 14-0, that type of thing, and that was our kind of wheelhouse, so to – See them go out there and win that game, being down 14 twice, playing good in situational football. I thought that was huge for me. Now let's dive into the X's and O's. So like Warren kind of mentioned, Braden Locke, first career start, 21 for 41, 240 yards, two TDs. You know, led the team in a two-minute a two drive before the half. You know, led him in a game-winning drive into the game. So mm -hmm. you got to give him a lot of credit, man. Your first start, you know, last week got thrown into the fire against Iowa, had a couple fumbles, an interception. That's a tough situation to be in, going up against one of the better defenses, you know, in the Big Ten. You know, one of the better defenses in the country over the last several years. Iowa's yeah. always a, mm -hmm. a tough, tough football team. So you kind of sure. wonder how he would walk into this game. Illinois was a defense that's been, you know, kind of hit or miss, you know, all yeah. throughout, you know, this season. But they, they came to play versus us, especially those, those first three quarters. You know, Warren mentioned he had to fumble, got strip sacked. He got strip sacked a couple times last week. So, yeah, he definitely needs to improve on that. But overall, man, he was – it looked impressive. This is the best of the passing game Slinging looked it. on a, on a consistent basis. You know, maybe sure. aside from those first two quarters, they had a couple drops, a couple miscommunications. But, man, he, he really got it going. I think this is going to be huge, especially coming into this week, which we'll talk about in a little bit. It's going to be tough. It's going to be – you saw a lot of man-to-man -man coverage versus Illinois. They were perfectly comfortable playing that against our receivers mm -hmm. based off, you know, what we've seen on tape from us. Had some drops. You know, guys couldn't create separation. But as the game went on, it got better. And I think everybody got some confidence from that. So I kind of want to see how you guys were impressed with his performance in his first start. Yeah, I was extremely impressed. And I, and then you talk about, like, his past attempts to what was completed. And, like, you have to add in that a lot of those balls that were dropped were put in <laughs> yeah. the right, perfect the right, the spot. right yeah. spot, you know, yeah. for our guys to catch. And, um, you know, I think it, moving into, you know, the game that we have coming up, I just think he's going to have to continue to just, you know, be poised and, and you know, understand that, you know, you're going to go through you're going to go through times in a game where you're going to have some drops. You got to just keep going to those guys. Right. Keep, you know, having that faith in them and. You know, he hasn't been the quarterback for the whole season, so he has to kind of move at a faster rate as yeah. far as, like, trusting the receivers in certain situations, big third downs. But I think overall, if we just continue to play how we did last week but start a little bit faster and guys, you know, catch the ball, I mean, we'll, we'll have a chance. You know, throwing for a 240 yards, uh, you know, only in your second game as a starter. And then also just being able to have the, you know, moments where you could have had more um, if guys catch the ball, which you, you always got to, you know, lean on that, you know, they will catch it. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a pretty impressive, you know, start as far as like the last week into in moving to this week. Yeah, and like I said, nine different players had receptions, so he spread the ball which around. Is, like I said, which, mm -hmm. is, which is pretty crazy. You don't really see you don't really see that for Wisconsin. Probably be about three, four guys that usually catch the ball. So nine different guys caught the ball. Will Paulin, 
No, had his best game, probably best career special, day for himself. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seven receptions, nine yeah. What would you see from him, Warren? Uh, Will Pauling? Yeah, yeah, he's a baller. I mean, he's – I mean, and, you, and we've seen him. In, like I said, we've talked about it. We have the guys to make plays, and he's definitely one of the guys that we've seen make plays, you know, all year, get us out of jams. And, you know, he – short hands, don't drop the ball much. So, I mean, it was really good to see him util, – us utilize his explosiveness and, and getting the ball in his hands. Like I said, he helped us out in a lot of, you know – third down situations that one what was it second and long or third and long um that that low ball catch that he had things yeah, like yeah. that i mean he's the kid's special he's he's a, he's a he's a really good player and i'm glad that you know Braden has someone like him to be able to look to to get the ball to especially in those tight situations helps builds Braden's confidence that touchdown pass that, that touchdown Bro, catch yeah, yeah. aggressive <laughs> you know, I love that concentration it was on one it. of those things where he threw it and I'm like no <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah. then he went and caught it so yeah he's but that's a veteran yeah. I mean, that's a veteran receiver yeah man and like I said that, that play was huge I think it gives him a lot of confidence going forward too man and for the quarterback to see that, to trust you, I mean, like I said, it was kind of a, a questionable throw. The DB was there. He didn't high point the ball. Our receiver did, and that's what you want to see from your receivers. Braylon Allen had a huge game, 29 carries, 145 yards, a TD. Obviously, we know we kind of talked about it last week. Like, it's, it's good to see the passing game going, but the bread and butter of this offense, I mean, we kind of talked about it. That's the most carry he's had, you know, his entire career, which was kind of surprising to me. I, I didn't know wow, that really? 29 carries, the most hmm. carry he's ever gotten, which – I said, he's probably going to see a lot more of that throughout the year. He's our best sure. back. He's our best player on offense. Sure. Got to feed him, got to lean into him, especially with a with a young quarterback. So I thought he had a heck of a day. He had a few runs. I know he ran through a safety number zero yeah. at like the line of scrimmage, bent him up. <laughs> hey, two weeks Kevin, in a row. Kevin pushing. So I think, <laughs> I think he's kind of starting to get into a groove. I'm sure he's starting to kind of accept that onus, which I'm sure he already had it where like he's the guy. Like this offense kind of – runs through me a little bit and like I said when you have runs like that where you running through dudes and you get 20 yards like all right I feel like that gets like everybody good the receivers going like they probably want to block a little bit harder or make a play mm -hmm. and it makes your, your quarterback a lot more comfortable too so kind of wanted to get you guys opinion on you know how important is Braylon to this offense especially coming in this week like, like it is <laughs> we're gonna need some more of that <laughs> he, sure. he is the heart and soul of our offense you know and there's no it's no shade around it. it. You know, it is what it is. And, you know, I think the running game will be what we need to, you know, start fast and then open up to the passing game, right? Just being able to get him to pick up five, six, you know, five yards, four yards here and there and just keep, you know, you know, chopping chopping at the wood and just taking it down by down. But it's, it's it, I, like you said, you know that he has already known that he is the guy, but we're definitely going to have to lean on him for the rest of this season moving forward to accomplish the goals that we want to as far as being able to, you know, play, you know, in December or wherever it takes us. Yeah, man. It's a, yeah, each of Wisconsin's last 20 wins, too, he's run for at least 80 yards and all of them, too. So, you yeah, definitely got to get him going. Definitely got to make sure we get a, a heavy dosage to him going forward. And defensively. I, I want yeah, to ask you, James, like from, from, a, from a, a running back's, you know, perspective, right? Like, when you know of a stat like that of him running, you know, when, when the running back touches the ball and they, they run for over 80 yards or whatever, yeah. like we, most of the time we win, how from, a, how from a scheme standpoint do you 
I guess, scheme it so that, you know, kind of like so that he can get those touches. Yeah. I, like, I feel like from, for me, I would be in the frame of like, bro, I got to get, like, I got to get him 80 yeah. yards to 100 yards. I don't know how I got to yeah. scheme it or block it up, but yeah. I got to be able to put him in, you know, situations yeah. where he's going to be able to thrive. Yeah, you definitely don't want to, like, force feed him in a sense where you just feel like, yeah. oh, okay, I'm going to give him five straight carries to, like, get him to that 80 yards, that type of thing. But you got to scheme it right based on the defense we're playing against. I said, obviously, you want to get him in space as much as possible, and I think that mm-hmm. helps with the with the new offense. But yeah, you just want to get him involved. I know when I was playing with the Patriots, people used to always bring it up to me. I had a stat for like one year. Whenever I touched the ball like twelve times, we was like ten and zero or like something like that. Get him people, the ball. Yeah, people always bring it up. But I said the the coaches don't necessarily care about all care about that all the time. Yeah. But when it comes to to Braylon, like in this Wisconsin offense, I feel like they have an understanding of that. Maybe they don't know that exact stat, but I'm sure they know. If you get Braylon over 100 yards, or over 80 yards, we're going to be in a good position to win the football yeah, game. We're going to control the clock. We're going to control the momentum of the game, keep you know good offenses off the field and all that stuff. So it's something that I think all coaches are kind of aware of, but you gotta you got to get them in good run looks and all that stuff. It can't just mm-hmm. be like, okay – you know, Braylon gets 80 yards, we're going to win, and he gets 30 carries for 80 yards. That's not, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not the greatest look. So, definitely got to be right. smart about that. But when it comes to defensively, we got to get this cleaned up. Once again, we had over, gave up over 200 yards rushing. You know, once again, we gave up over 200 yards to Iowa, you know, kind of all year long. I mean, the Rutgers game was really good. I I thought we were going to continue that type of trend. We knew Rutgers was going to run the football. I mean, we, we should have known Iowa was going to run the football, but we didn't stop it. You know, Illinois is a, another team that loves to run the football. They haven't ran it very well all year long, but they ran it well against us. So, going to have to clean that up, man, because Ohio State, they're not you know, as good at running the football you know, as they have been in previous years, but we know. Like, they're, they're a team. You give them a crease. They got backs. They got probably four, five yes. backs. You know, you probably never seen before. They got – you give them a crease – these dudes gonna make some explosive plays, but like, what do you, what have you guys seen, or what do you think, Warren? We could correct, you know, defensively to kind of slow down teams' running games because it's gonna, it's gonna become important, especially come November. Yeah, I think in the games that we've seen so far, like it's it's definitely got to come up with the guys up front. Um, and the games where we've been hit really heavy against the run and, and they've gashed us is it's being gap sound and resetting the line of scrimmage. I think, you know, in the first half last week, hate to say it, but I really feel like we got out physical. You know, it was, it, it, it's it's a kind of like a, a go-getter mentality. It's like I, I, I got to do it. Like I want to do it. Guys up front just got to get going. Like we got to be able to, you know, allow our, you know, linebackers to move free. If you take on two, you take on two, you know. Um, but it's getting hands on guys resetting the line of scrimmage and, and just being gap sound. We can't allow, you know, big gashes, especially with them between the tackles, because that's where our, that's where those up front guys play are in between the tackles, and it's not a lot of those runs aren't getting hit on the edges. It's, it's right up the middle, so it's figuring out how to how to be gap sound. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like Illinois' quarterback ran for a hundred yards too, okay. so that's kind yeah, of been an issue too. all year long too, as far as containing the QB. You know, Ohio State's quarterback, which we'll, we'll get in that into a second. He's not a a scrambler, but I say if you're getting up 100 yards to a quarterback, that means – I mean, I'm sure the coach probably let them know if ain't nobody open, look, look the scramble. They they can't contain a quarterback, so you're getting, you know, a free 8 to 10 yards every time he runs the ball. That mm-hmm. that could definitely pose a problem, so we definitely got to get better at the QB contain. But now let's get into the scout report. So it's Ohio State week. Ooh. You know, we all know that's a big week. It's a, a tremendous opportunity for, you know, the players in the locker room. You know, the program got the number three team in the country. You know, coming into Camp Randall, you know, night game, the stage is set. You know what I mean? So, 
I mean, forget what you've done, you know, all year long. I mean, good or bad, when you come into this football game, you got to kind of block out all that noise and stay, you know, poised and into the task at hand. And this is one of those weeks we kind of talked about it, how we started slow every single week. This is a week. We can we cannot, This ain't the week. We can, we this ain't the week. Start slow. We can't go down nah, at all. 14 points at all. twice and all that stuff because they're a type of team that, you know, they smell blood in the water. You give them a 14-point lead, that's when they, you know, kind of get things rolling. They're a team. They're, this is a really good football team. But I said, mm-hmm. you guys, we all know. Like, they've had much better football teams than this. I will say – Defensively, they look a lot better than they did last year. They, they've cleaned up a lot of things. They're playing a little bit less aggressive. They're kind of keeping you know everything in front, that type of thing. So it's going to be a challenge for us. They beat Penn State last week, you know, twenty to twelve. They, I mean, they completely shut down Penn State's offense. I don't know if you guys really saw that game, but Penn State's offense yeah. could could do much of anything. Had, you know, one for one for sixteen on third down. Yeah, the one conversion, the one third down conversion was their last drive where they you know scored a little whatever little gimme touchdown to kind of make the score look closer to what it is. So it's going to be a challenge, but I think this is a very winnable football game. You just got to play it the right way. Sure. You got to play energized, enthusiastic, all that stuff. You got to play into the crowd. Like I said, you make a play, celebrate that junk. You celebrate. All that stuff. Celebrate as a team. Just make them kind of let you know you got to deal with everybody. Like I said, I think it's winnable. Yeah, we ain't going we, nowhere. Yeah, we, yeah, we got we to gotta protect the football too offensive. We've had a turnover like every single game except for one game. So – you can't give this type of team, you know, any freebies, short fields, and all that stuff. So I kind of want to know what you guys' thoughts coming into this week versus Ohio State. Yeah, bro, it's it's no secret behind it. It's a huge game, right? Like, and like you said, I, it's so important that you 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 know you don't want to start slow because this is a team that if you start slow, they will beat you by forty. And yeah. it's you know, and I mean, it's it's just is what it is. Like they're not gonna mm-hmm. call the dogs off. They're not gonna like <laughs> they're trying to go out there and embarrass you. Especially just the history that we've had with this team. Like I don't want to say it's a rivalry game, but it's a game where like a lot of us we've played in, in very meaningful big games against Ohio State, and. It's either it's gonna be a tough game, like it's gonna be a tough game, obviously from us, right? Like you know, you gotta have your, you gotta bring your A game, you gotta, you gotta play sound on all three phases of 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 the game. But for them, it's just one of those things, like like they take it very personal and serious too when they yeah. see Wisconsin on that schedule. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm just looking forward to it, right? Like there's a bunch of little key matchups in the game. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna you know be a big factor. Obviously, like there's the elephant in the room, Marvin Harrison <laughs> Jr. Best receiver in college football. Um, it seems as of late he's starting to charge up. He's starting to get those attempts. He's starting to have the hundred and you know fifteen yard games, the touchdowns. Like he's looking mm-hmm. like the number two pick of the you know of the NFL draft. For sure. So for sure. I think it's gonna be a, a real big test for our secondary. Um, you know I, I seen that you know Ricardo has been coming out in the preseason. I mean not the preseason, the midseason All yeah, American you know yeah. talk. So Gotta for him right, yeah, like yeah. this is a big game and a chance for you to you know kind of measure up and see where you yeah. are against somebody that we we that everybody knows is elite, but that you know is gonna be a star at the next level. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you kind of talked about that. You know last week, you know Penn State has a pretty highly touted cornerback, Kalen King. You know he yeah. he tried to shadow. You know, Marvin Harrison, a lot of game. He had a, he had a rough day out there last week. He yeah. had a couple PIs getting you know beat. They they trying to double team. He's still holding them. So, like I said, Marvin yeah. is a guy. He knows he's going to get that attention. You know, almost every single snap. You can't double him every single play. But when you got him doubled, I say you know use your leverage. Okay. Win your matchup. Don't don't get all handsy. Don't like don't make it bigger than what it is. Like I said, he's a good football player. But you got to think 
you know, Ricardo, you're a good football player too. Alexander Smith, I'm yeah. a good football player too. So, you know, stick yep. to your, you know, the coaching points that you get and just don't go out there and make the moment too big. I think that's a another big thing for me for a lot of these players. Don't make the moment too big than what it is. It's, it's still another football game at the end of the day. That's how you got to treat it when you're on the football field. You know they're number yep. three in the country, all that stuff. But I said you got to just treat it as another game on the schedule and play your game and stay in tune with it. So what you kind of looking forward job. to in this matchup, Warren versus Ohio State? Really looking forward to how we play against like Marvin Harrison Jr. I yeah. mean, we know he's the best receiver in, in college football right now, so I'm really excited about that. Really excited to see what Ricardo Hallman does against him and Alex Smith as well and, and how our back end works. But, you know, I'm really excited to, to see how the guys up front answer this challenge because that's how we're going to help them. Yeah. You know, like I don't – I personally I'm, – I'm interested to see how y'all going how, to see how, how – I'm interested to see how y'all think we're going to attack it, but I don't think – we should be dropping eight this game. This ain't the one to do it. No. Don't think the quarterbacks can. Don't think the quarterback can run a lot. But when you have weapons like they do, yeah. you still don't want to give them time, right? So I think you you have to put pressure on them, and so guys have to just bring that extra effort. So your first move don't work. Get to the second one now. You know I'm pushing the pocket. How am I gonna get to the queue? Like you have to yeah. give something extra this week. Not saying that every weekend important, but this is just one of those games, especially also the situation. You know we're top in the Big Ten West right now, so we're back in the driver's seat. Yeah. Iowa I'm lost, that, yeah. so <laughs> this is a must win. All these games are must wins. wins. You can't you can't say oh you know well we got Ohio State well we still got some games afterwards no like you have to win this game you know so i'm excited to see what our defense does i'm, I'm really excited to see what the offense does but our defense is gonna have to answer the bell this week for sure yeah and what's so interesting to me is like a lot of people don't know like ohio state really wants to run the ball first yeah. more they than really do yeah. and, and that's the thing that really I, do. like you look at all the stats and when it comes to you know receivers like they're gonna they've known to have multiple guys and especially especially in the last couple of years like with all the first round draft picks that's came out that's come out of that receiver room they've known to have you know thousand yard receivers but if you think about it in recent years with Ezekiel Elliott J.K. Dobbs, like they always have a really good premier back that you know it's it's, it's really hard to defend because you don't know if to stop yeah. the run and if you don't stop you the don't run, obviously high, yeah. you, you don't want to play too. It, yeah. As far as like the strategic part of it, like you don't want to play a lot of too high cover four, <laughs> cover two, just because you have to stop the run game. And then when you you load up in the box. You know, it, you leaving guys outside, you know, one-on-one -on -one or, you know, against top receiver, top guys that are going to get drafted. So I always am intrigued by the chess match between the coordinators uh, when mm -hmm. we play Ohio State. Yeah, it's going to be, like you said, Warren, I think the, the defensive front, I, I think it's a game we can't drop. I mean, you could do it like once or twice, but I don't think that should be the, the call on third down, things of that mm -hmm. nature. Yeah. Don't, don't Not let at all. Kyle McCord sit back and have, you know, seven, six, five seconds to, to find guys because obviously they have a lot of dynamic players over there that can do it. So, you know, guys like Gio Paez, James Thompson Jr., Daryl Peterson, they got they to come ready to play, going to to get some pressure on this guy. I think that's going to be the challenge, you know, make their quarterback feel the pressure. You know what I mean? Like whether you may not get the sack every time, but just close the pocket on him because he, he's a different make quarterback. If, you, if, you, if he's comfortable in the pocket – you know, he does a really good job. If you're able to close the pocket, maybe get his eyes, you know, off being downfield, he's mm -hmm. going to look like a completely different player, which I got to give him credit. He's improved, you know, every single he's week. Been but yeah, he's been playing He's been playing better, so he's going to come into this game, you know, really confident. But if we can try and, you know, get him off schedule, get his eyes off his target, 
I said, I don't know what the game plan is going to be from Trestle. Like, disguise. Yeah, what, yeah. yeah, try. You're going to have to disguise. I think you're going to have to send, send some pressure. Um, Penn State did a really good job. They were sending a lot of time. They were sending a corner off the nub side when they were in tight mm-hmm. splits over there, and they missed them quite a few times. And, you know, their corners actually beat their backs and protection a couple times. So I think, obviously, they're going to – Ohio State's going to see that. Obviously, we're going to see that, but I'm sure we're going to have to mix it in at some point. I don't think we can just play, just rush four every time. We're going to have to send, you know, five or six every now and five then, or just, six. To, yep. you know, just to kind of shake it up a little bit. So, I'm, I'm interested because, and offensively, it's going it's to be a challenge too. This defense only yeah, gives up ten points a game, so it's going to be we're going to have to work for everything we get, and when we get our opportunities to create a big play, like we got to do it. Like, and it ain't going to be easy. like they. They secondary, like I was kind of wondering how their secondary was going to be this year. Last week against Penn State, they receivers could not get open. Like they, they like tightened even when up. The court, yeah, even when they quarterback sure. had time, he, he patting the ball, waiting, waiting. And if they did make a catch, it was contested. So, like I said, we're going to have to scheme things up. You're going to get a, a ton of man coverage. We all know that's what Ohio State loves to do. Third that's down, third do. down, that's their wheelhouse. Man to man coverage. See if you can get the pass rush, rush five or six, see if you're going to win against our corner. So, receivers. Gonna have to play big because I'm I'm sure like their the number one target is gonna be keep Braylon keep Braylon under 80 yards keep him under 50 yards and see if this this freshman quarterback can stand up in there in the pocket don't feel the pressure and make the throws against tight coverage so I think the receivers gonna have to rise to the challenge and, and I think this, he can do it he can do it he can do it and I can do it and the and the thing is right like. Ohio State, they're they're they've known to like they've always been known to have you know a solid secondary group. But I feel like if for our receiver group, we have guys that can yeah, win. Win, one hundred percent. Sky, DK, mm-hmm. you know, Will. This is the opportunity. Like this is the chance you're gonna get one on yeah. one. You know, yeah. like somebody like you like we said with Marvin. You can't double team everybody, so you can't. You might have to double Will this this play. You might have to yeah. double Sky or something. Somebody's getting a one on one matchup, bro. You gotta win. Yeah. You gotta win, man. And and when you do win, it, the other part of it is we gotta make the catch, right? Yeah. Like the yeah. little things we have to do extremely well. Uh, this week is in just beating teams like Ohio State. Where the teams where you can make very minimal mistakes, this is the time where you got to, you know, go out and produce. So it's going to be exciting just to see those guys get out there and, and play now too because a lot of that stuff is going to fall on them, right? Like They're going to stack the box. Yeah. They're going to try to stop Braylon. Here it is. This is our opportunity. Yeah, man. I, I said this is one of them weeks too in practice. I know playing with Bill, we play teams that, you know, like to run a lot of man-to-man coverage. Like we're gonna have a bunch of periods. Obviously gonna have one on ones. You're gonna have, you know, seven on seven man to man coverage. You're gonna have third down period, all man to man coverage. So that's what I kinda hope Phil Longo, Luke Fickle are kinda doing, you know, all week long to get these guys prepared. Obviously they're gonna have some wrinkles in there where they're gonna drop in the zone mm-hmm. and all that. But at the end of the day, they're gonna they're gonna run some man coverage and I'm man. sure they feel confident in that. And I think you go ahead, Warren, what you about what you about to hit on. I was just about to say it's gotta be a good on good week too. Yeah. I mean you yeah. gotta you gotta get some yeah. periods where your ones are and like I know we do it now, you know, where we have a period or two or a series or two where we go ones, but you gotta take a couple periods and let ones go against ones. It's gotta be good on good. Because yeah. that's what you're gonna see in the game. I mean you get that every week, but this is just one of those games. You wanna stay in the driver's seat, you gotta challenge each other. Yeah, O-State's gonna bring pressure too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for and sure. I think, for sure, yeah. right? Like O-State's gonna bring pressure. Um and I think that's going to be a, a, a real big key, you know, matchup as emphasis in the game as well, just being able to hold up and, and give our quarterback just a couple more seconds, right? Like, we all know how important 
you know, timing is. And that, that, that relates to even with, you know, trying to start Marvin and, and that receiver group over there. Like, even if, even if it's not getting the sack, but it's just throwing the timing off a little bit, it's going to help us out on, on both ends with protecting our quarterback and then also, um, you know, just trying to stop that receiver group on the defense side of the ball. Yeah, man. And like I said, receivers – Whatever you got in your bag that you've been waiting to use, all Just your tricks. Bring it. Bring, bring, bring it out this week. It, it got to work. It got to work. Y'all got any final score predictions for the for this game? Uh, what, you think, what you think we got like, to – I just say that what do you think we got to hold them to offensively to win this game? Like, you know, how many points? Like 14, 21, like – I, I mean, they scored 20 points last week against Penn State defense is, is good. Yeah, you know, 20, and they scored yeah. 20 on them. So, like, what do you think we got to hold them to to win this game? I think that twenty, the twenty to twenty-four range, yeah. and yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly remember the score to the Notre Dame game. Yeah, but I just know the games that they've been com- like that they've been competitive in, and like that they know like it's really come down to like those last couple drives. Like again, last week, I mean they they beat Penn State convincingly, but that yeah. game was you know twenty to twelve. I mean it's a close game. It was yeah. one of those games where. You know, they Penn State's offense. If they could have got something going, yeah. it would have been a it would have been a, a way better game. So I think twenty to twenty four points is where you want to keep them at. Yeah. But on our end, we have to. You know, you yeah. just bro, I, you got to find a way to put yeah. that ball in the end zone. Like yeah. field goals is a is a is a score that is not gonna help you beat Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So yeah. putting the ball in the end zone and just kind of limiting them to that twenty to twenty four point range. What about you, Warren? I'm, I'm going to say the same thing. The two closest games that they've had, they've had 17 against Notre Dame and then 20 against Penn State. So definitely around that 20 range. Um, I, but I think it's going to come down to limiting mistakes because this is one of those games that you can't make mistakes. I mean, Ohio State's going to make plays, but you got to move on to the next play. It can't be, you know, dwelling on that one if they score, you know, when they score because they're going to score. Like, let's be honest. Like, Ohio State's going to get a get a point on the board. Yeah. But it's how, how are we going to respond? Like, we got to punch back. So... Yeah. I want to say keep it in around 20, i say 14, 20, yeah. um, and, make, and just keep it close. Make it close because yeah. our offense, I know we can score the ball, and this is going to be an opportunity for us to do that. So especially with our receivers, we've seen them be able to separate, you know, time and time again against man coverage. So being able to take advantage of that and then obviously putting the ball in our best playmaker's hands, that's Braylon. Yeah, I agree. I think we got to keep them under 20 points offensively. They're going to have to score at least at least 24 points to win this football game. My prediction, 24-20 Wisconsin. I think, I, think, I, think, I think we take them down. It's doable, too, bro. It's, it's, it's very it's doable. Sure doable. Like I said, we we ain't played them in the camp since 2016. And we played there. We lost an overtime. It was like 30-23. So, like I said, they, we, played them, we played them on the road quite a few times. We, play, we played them well. Like, maybe the last several times we haven't. But we actually played this team really good. Especially at the camp. The yeah, last few times we done played them at the camp, we done took yeah. it down to the 2016 wire. 2016 was yeah, uh, my senior year, and um, you know I, I just remember having a we had a t- we had a tough run as far as like the teams that we we're gonna have to play. I know we had to play. Uh, I know we had to play Michigan State. Then we had to go to we had to go to Michigan State. Then we had to go to Michigan. Then we had to play Ohio State. It was either Ohio State or Nebraska. We had to play either Ohio State and then Nebraska or Nebraska, then Ohio State. But, you know, I, I remember that, that, that 2016 game vividly, man. And, and it, was, it was literally one of those games where, you know, like as far as like just previous years of playing them and just understanding of how high-powered of an offense they have been before that, this was the year that I wouldn't say they, were, they weren't that, right? Like being able – it wasn't had as so many um, deep threats. 
So that was the time where the game kind of slowed down a little bit. Like it was literally one of those one possession games. You knew like if we made a mistake, they were going to capitalize. If they made a mistake, we were going to capitalize. And I remember, uh, you know, Bart ended up throwing an interception to, uh, what was the safety's name? He was very good. He plays for the Cowboys right now. I can't remember Uh, his name. Malik Hooker. Oh, Malik, Malik Hooker, Hooker. Malik, yeah. and that's and that secondary was nice, man. Between Malik Hooker, Marshawn Lattimore, Marshawn and Garrett Conley, yeah. like they, like I said, they've always had good secondary play. So, yeah. um, it's gonna be a fun matchup, man. It's nothing like playing. It's not. It's truly nothing like playing against Ohio State, right? They're one of the teams that you know if you grew up watching college football and yeah. you know just watch like premier teams. That's a team that you want to get a chance to play against, and it's a prime time sure. game. Like this, the stage is truly set, man. Go out there, have fun, ball out, you know, play together, celebrate when you make a good play. Like this is one of those games where you can feed off the energy of the crowd, yeah. and you know we're definitely gonna be loud, you know, at Camp Randall. It's, it's gonna be fun to to watch. Yeah, and let's, and let's not forget Luke Fickle. He, he coached at Ohio State. He, he gonna want it too. Yeah, he wants it too, right? Yeah, yeah. He gonna, he yeah. gonna have the guys ready to go. He gonna be ready to go. This gonna be a game, you know. He definitely wants to get. So let's now get to the word on campus. So as as you guys know, we gonna be in Madison this weekend. In the building you know, night game. <laughs> you know, our first time back in some. Sometimes, especially for souls, you haven't been back since yeah. you know since you graduated. So I know since it's gonna be an exciting man, time for crazy. you. What are you most excited to get back and do? Whether I mean, obviously, go to the game. But aside from that, bro, I'm just I, like I, I always say, I, us being from Florida, right? You know, like Florida always has a special place uh, in 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 the kids down here. And for me, like Madison, truly is like my second home, right? Like I spent so many so much time there and years there. I've been able to make friendships that like I don't consider like I don't consider you guys friends I consider you guys family and brothers like and that's what's so important to me so just being able to get back and you know just have those feels again right like seeing where I used to stay at seeing being able to walk on State Street see the terrace um, the energy in Madison it has always been so good the people there have always been so nice and good to me and my family so I'm just excited to just be back you know, in Wisconsin and Madison, you know, see Cam Randall. Like, I haven't been there truly since 2017 when I left to go to Arizona, um, you know, for, for the NFL. So uh, it's, it's going to be it's gonna be extremely dope. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, it's one of those things, like, you know, I don't want to get too sentimental, but, like, you know, uh, it's going to be a heart. It's going to be a heart-filling uh, moment for me, just a couple days. Sure, man. What about you, Warren? What you looking forward to? Cheese curds. Hey, (laughs) I try to keep a straight face, but definitely looking forward to the cheese curds for sure. Got to get me a prod or two. But no, man, I'm just looking forward to seeing the energy, man. Obviously, getting on campus with my dogs. We're gonna link up again. Uh, But being able to, you know, uh, mingle with and talk with all the uh, the Badger fans and being able to see people that we haven't been able to see in months, years, things like that. Academic staff, uh, you know, other team, uh, other friends from other teams, things like that. I know a lot of people are going to be in town this week, so being able to just get back together with everybody and kind of have that little reunion is going to be is going to be a lot of fun. And also, boy, bringing bringing my wife with me, so for her to be able to see the things that I've been passionate about at Wisconsin is it, going to be amazing. So looking forward to doing that too. Yeah, man, I'm I'm excited about a little bit of everything. The atmosphere, obviously, night games. So you know, everybody going to be you know they're going to be well. 
well seasoned by the time mm-hmm. <laughs> by the time the game actually you know rolls around. So yeah, I'm excited to be on State Street, all that stuff before the game. Get around some of the guys, get to chop it up with them a little bit. You know, see where their mental space is at. You know, about to play in a very big game. You know. A very big game, probably the biggest game for a lot of these guys in their career. We are yeah. at the top of the West, Ohio State, you know, right there at the top of the East Division. So, I mean, this could potentially be a game that we could see, you know, in December if we both make it to the Big Ten Championship. So, we have the possibility of seeing this team again. But I'm, I'm also excited to tailgate. I've only got to tailgate, you know, once, you know, since leaving Wisconsin. I know so it's just your first time back. So, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it's fun, dog, just being in, <laughs> being in that, I, on the I, other side of things. It's, it's, a, it's, right. a, it's a completely yeah. different feel. And I know, like, that is such a big part of, you know, our Badger our badger tradition and culture at Wisconsin, right? Like, the tailgates. I've heard a million stories from my mom, my parents, uh, friends that I've bought to the game just saying, like, they've been to other college football games, shoot, even some NFL games, and it's truly nothing like a Badger tailgate. So I'm, I'm looking forward to just, you know, sharing that moment with you guys and also just having fun and enjoying. Like I said, there's a lot of people that we haven't seen in a long time. So mm-hmm. being able to just, you know, kind of link up, you know, talk, see where everybody's at, um, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, man, where the tailgates at? Y'all make sure y'all send us, hey, send yeah. us all the let tailgate locations. When y'all man. see it, drop it in the comments. Yeah, yeah, let us know where to pull up. Yeah, we may pull up. And say man. what's up, too. Like, you <laughs> know, we got we got some some big-time Badger guys here. Like, you know, we're definitely all cool people. It's going to yeah. be cool to just, find, like, be able to mingle with some of these people. 100%. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be an exciting time. But that's a wrap for this week's Camp Randall Platoon Podcast. Appreciate you guys checking in every single week with us, bringing you Badger football news and Big week. Hopefully the Badgers get a big dub against the number three team in the nation. I know Camp Randall's going to be rocking. We haven't beat this team since 2010. So it's about that time once again. So. <laughs> been, a, been, a, hey. been a long time. Been a long time. Hey, I might, might even pull up and give a pregame speech. You never know. Hey, no. No. <laughs> That's an inside joke. That's an inside joke. Last, 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 last time you did that, did didn't go so well. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's hold on. Hey, that thing was cold, though. That thing was cold, though. Oh, man. Some gladiator-type stuff. <laughs>